Good morning, good morning, good morning. The sun is shining, the birds are chirping, and you are breathing. Today is Monday, October the 10th, 2022. My name is Stephen Carnegie, and welcome to This Is Just a Thought. Today's word of the day, amicable, which means characterized by friendly goodwill amicable. Hope everyone is enjoying their Monday start of the work week. The rat race has begun. Monday, Monday, Monday. Back to work we go. Back to work we go. Or a continuation for some. Or a continuation for some. Uh, Weathers here in North Carolina is looking pretty good. Temperatures in the 70s. Cool. Brisk. Early mornings in the 40s or 50s. Man, gotta love it. Got to love it. Uh, Of course, they're saying by Wednesday or Thursday, we're going to get showers. And that's the start of the North Carolina State Fair. Uh, Typically, that's just how it is. Just how it is. Gets cool the week or so of the fair. And then after the fair leaves, it warms back up. (laughs) Uh, That's the old North Carolina State Fair curse, I guess. I guess. Man, uh, aftermath still in. Uh, The cleanup, of course, continues. And the death toll is over 100. Uh, People are starting to make claims with FEMA, and they're criticizing the process, uh, of course. They're saying it's long and drawn out and arduous, and you know, you got to go in, do all the paperwork, answer all the questions. Uh, That's just how bureaucracy rolls, I guess. But there was a story that came out, and it might be many more that are to follow. Uh, One woman said she went to make her claim with FEMA and found out someone had already made a claim using her name and social and date of birth and all that stuff. So now she has to go over to what she said to the fraud hotline and start that process. Man, um, crooks never sleep. And wherever there's an opportunity for them to uh, do bad will, they just will. They just will. Man, uh, you got to be pretty low down to take advantage like that. I'm just saying, I'm just saying, well, they did it a lot of, they found out that a lot of people were doing it during 9-11 also. They just did. They just did. Man, uh, crooks never sleep. They never sleep. They're always, man, I, I can't even call it a grind. They're just always up to no good. Now, the foolishness of, of, of using someone else's name, especially after this, we all know what Ian did and how it just went through and just ravaged that Western coast of Florida before it hopped over to the east side. Eastern side, man, uh, for you to sit there and use someone's name and social security number to make a false claim, there's a special place for you. There just is. There just is. Man, I continue to pray for those down there in Florida and and here in North Carolina also because uh, some damage was up here and reported and there was even uh, some deaths up here also. Ian, uh, man, it was that storm. It it just was. We'll be talking about Ian for years to come. We just will. We just will. Man. All right. Let's get along. Let's move along here. Let's get to some Sunday football, man. Um, one controversial game. Uh, and I got to say, it is kind of controversial. Uh, the Atlanta Falcons versus the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, which the Buccaneers won 21 to 15. But there are a lot of people are, are calling foul over this roughing the passer, uh, Tom Brady. He was, uh, I don't even think the guy tackled him. He just wrapped up and just slung him to the ground. But this, um, 
we've all know in the past two or three weeks with the, especially with Miami Dolphins quarterback Tua and that concussion protocol and and one of the things that came out was how he was slammed to the ground so that's where we get this these these new soft hands and quick calls for roughing the passer but that one yesterday uh with Tom Brady I don't even consider that roughing the passer but I guess that's part of them protecting these quarterbacks certainly is a different NFL now man yeah a lot of people are screaming foul yeah, it was kind of, uh, I think it was kind of a bum call. Could just let that one go. That was just football. But then again, with these concussion protocols and 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 with what we saw with Tua, and then also last week with, the, I believe it was the Indianapolis Colts running back, he got hit, his head hit the ground, and he got up stumbling too. Very reminiscent of Tua. So I think that's why we're seeing a change in how they're uh, allowing hits to be done on the quarterback. They just are. They just are. All right, moving right along here in a um, somewhat of a letdown of sorts, I guess. Um, the New England Patriots defeated the Detroit Lions 29-0. You know, like I told you last week, the Lions were top in the NFL for most points put on the scoreboard, but they couldn't win a game. They can't close it out. And this year, or this week, I'm sorry, uh, they couldn't even put a field goal on a board. Zero points scored. Man. What is going on with them? And the Pittsburgh Steelers were defeated by the Buffalo Bills after the Steelers switched out uh, Mitch Trubinsky for another quarterback. Doesn't look like he could get anything going either. Uh, just didn't. Just didn't. And the Miami Dolphins um, were defeated by the New York Jets, 40-17. to 17. Uh, The Dolphins are hurting without Tua. They just are. They just are. They're hurting pretty bad. And uh, the Baltimore Ravens, <laughs> they were defeated by the, uh, well, they defeated the Cincinnati Bengals 19 to 17. That's a good old AFC North slugfest. That's just, that's just what that is. And overseas in England in an early game, the New York football giants defeated the Packers 27 to 22. What's going on with the Giants? Looks like the Giants are getting themselves together. All that ridicule and criticism we gave and we talked about with that old line. Maybe they finally figured it out and they got tired of everybody picking on them. <laughs> yeah, because you guys, y'all couldn't block that quarterback. Boy, he was hurting. But uh, looks like they got something going now. They just do. And, of course, the Chicago Bears were defeated by the Minnesota, Minnesota Vikings, 29-22. to not too sure what's going on with the Bears. Uh, maybe it is just Justin Fields is young. He's only in his, what, second or third year. He's racking up the passing yards. But, uh, man, just like the Lions, these guys can't close out a game. They can't even get ahead in a game. Play from behind most of the time. Man, wow, my Bears, I swear, I swear. And uh, the New Orleans Saints defeated the Seattle Seahawks 39-32. to 32. Mm. 49ers defeated the Carolina Panthers 37-15. to 15. And the Philadelphia Eagles squeaked, and I do mean squeaked, past the Arizona Cardinals 20-17. Hey, uh, they squeaked by. Arizona came back and had the lead, and somehow, some way, off of a field goal, the Eagles pulled it off. Certainly not um, looking. They didn't look too good for them the majority of the game. Uh, they, they are the top of that NFC East 
with the Dallas Cowboys, of course. Well, the Cowboys defeated the Los Angeles Rams yesterday 22 to 10. And as you know, as you all know, here come them dim boys fans. And they're screaming and hollering, hooping and living it up and laughing it up, saying this is their year. They're going to the Super Bowl. <laughs> Man, you got to love them. Those fans uh, of the Cowboys, they do it every year. And, and hey, they get hype. But uh, the one question I have is, when is that infamous? And I do mean infamous. Infamous, I'm excuse me, can't, excuse me, I can't get it out. That infamous Cowboys slide and flop. When is it going to start? It's coming. It's coming. They do this every year. They just do. They just they they just do. They do this every year. They start out good at the beginning and get to the middle and the end, and then they start to fall apart. But it looks like they got the New York Giants and the Philadelphia Eagles waiting on them in that NFC East. So we'll see what happens with them. But that game last night, man, uh, I got to give it up. That Cowboys defense, uh, Parsons, man, that guy's a beast. That linebacker, man, he's a beast. Many are comparing him to the the great uh, New York Giants linebacker, Lawrence Taylor. Many are. I I ain't going to deny. And I got to admit, that defense last night, they showed out. Offense looked pretty good, too. Just did it. Just did. Uh, many are saying, hey, we need to stick with this quarterback. We don't want Dak back. <laughs> oh, man. They don't want him back. They just don't. Cooper uh, Rush. Many are saying, and Rush, we trust. <laughs> those Cowboys, boy, they're, they're, they're hope. Those Cowboy fans, man, they need them a championship, and they need it bad because they are – of course, back on it again because they won a couple of games. Uh, give it a rest. Just give it a rest. Uh, Monday night football, which is, of course, the night is going to be the Las Vegas Raiders versus the Kansas City Chiefs. Still having problems remembering they are the Las Vegas Raiders now as opposed to the Los Angeles or Oakland Raiders. Still odd to say, still odd to say. Uh, I got to say. NFL is looking pretty good. They're back to playing some football, all of these teams. It's anybody's game. It just is. It just is. But, uh, however, it looks like it's going to be the Eagles. If they can control and continue to do what they do, they might be one of the best teams in the NFL thus far. Just might. Just might. All right. Let's move along here, man. Uh, Russia. Russia, Russia, Russia. Mother Russia. Uh, Russia. Yesterday launched a missile attack on Ukraine, the Ukraine capital, Kiev, um, and surrounding cities killing and knocking out power. And this is in retaliation for uh, an attack that was uh, carried out Friday or Saturday, uh, demolishing a bridge that linked Crimea with Russia. And that's part of Russia's supply chain. That's how they get their supplies in and out. out of Russia into Ukraine to help fight their war. That's where all their, uh, that bridge is a, ma- a major component of this. And Putin, <laughs> of all people, <laughs> he called that attack on that bridge Friday a terrorist attack. Why? If that's not the pot calling the kettle, calling the pot, calling the kettle, calling the pot, calling the kettle black. 
Well, if, if you know any, if you're going to call some some act or group a terrorist, who better than call them a terrorist than a terrorist himself? He would know. <laughs> he just would, man. But they, they launched an attack, man. That that there, um, it was a strategic attack, I guess, because as we all know, when this thing started back earlier this year. Russia had marched right into Kiev, and they backed off a little bit because uh, Ukraine gained some ground and pushed them back, and they said, fine, we don't have to march back in there. We'll just launch some missiles, and that's what they did. Man, keep you guys posted on that. that this Russian and Ukraine war, man, it, 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 this may be one of those never-ending wars or skirmishes. I got to say, I got to say. But Putin ain't playing no games. <laughs> uh, Putin call them terrorists. How dare they? Well, it's war. Uh, there's no fairness in war. Any and all things are fair game. And it appears to be that, uh, well, Ukraine never really came out and said that they attacked that, uh, they bombed that bridge. They just was like, uh, whatever. <laughs> Got Putin all riled up. Man, we'll see what happens with that. We will see what happens with that. All right, let's go get it. Man, uh, Friday here in North Carolina, we had a debate, an old school debate. After uh, Over the past year, a lot, of, a lot of punches have been thrown. A lot of slide comments have been uh, put out there on these campaign ads for uh, the uh, uh, open seat. In the in the uh, U.S. Senate, uh, rep three-term Republican Ted Budd and former Chief Justice of the state Supreme Court Democrat Sherry Beasley, and they're pretty much deadlocked. Ted Budd, a Republican, leads forty-three percent. Sherry Beasley's right on his heel with forty-two percent. So they know it's it's almost a deadlock, and they know they got to get people out there to vote. Man, uh, gotta be honest. I didn't see that coming. Uh, Cherry Beasley, she she ain't on the ropes. She's standing in the ring, slugging it out with a man. Now, uh, what's at state here is not just a Senate seat, but it's a power move because uh, either way, it could shift the balance in the in the Senate. Right now, they said fifty fifty, and the Democrats are trying to take control. Now, this is this has led for, of course, President Trump to camp, come out on the campaign trail like he did this past weekend in other states like uh, Nevada and Arizona and Georgia. Man, that Georgia Senate race. <laughs> that Georgia Senate race. Man. Uh, Herschel Walker, former NFL great, former Georgia standout, former uh, USFL, if you remember the USFL standout. Uh, he, it ain't looking too good for him or, uh, it's just not because uh, a lot of people are saying he's a hypocrite because, uh, it has came out that he paid one of his girlfriends to have an abortion and proposed the idea to another girlfriend. And as you know, Republicans are staunch, uh, opponents of, uh, abortion and he's a Republican. So many are saying, well, that's not just the hypocrisy of the Republican Party. And of course, the hypocrisy of him, because Herschel Walker's son has came out and he's flat out denounced him and called him a liar. Man, not looking good for Herschel Walker. Uh, but Republicans are standing by him and he's not too far behind in the polls either. 
So yeah, this is this Senate race. Uh, like I told you uh, several podcasts ago, North Carolina is indeed a key battleground state, and it is showing. This uh, last debate back here Friday, uh, it was the first. It might be the last. Uh, they're saying. I, I wish. I really wish. And, and this is just me. Side note. I really wish a lot of these candidates would have more debates, more than just one or two. Let the people know what you're about. Uh, those little campaign ads, uh, they don't do nothing for me. I need to see you guys face to face and see what you're talking about. You can keep your little sweet campaign ads. A lot of it is very entertaining. I will say that. <laughs> you got to admit. Uh, but yeah, it, it looks like uh, North Carolina it is a key battleground state, and in the entire United States is watching this Senate race between Ted Budd and Sherry Beasley. And, and Friday, they got into it. Uh, their debate, of course, the two hot topics were the economy and, surprise, surprise, abortion. Hey, it just is. Now, as far as the economy goes, uh, Republican Ted Budd blamed Biden's spending package for inflation. And the fuel prices. So he's saying, hey, because of that spending package, uh, Biden and, and other Democrats put out and supported, it has raised inflation and, of course, fuel prices. And also, like I told you last week, uh, those fuel prices are starting to creep up already. They announced it one day and they, they started going up Thursday. They announced it on Wednesday and Thursday. The prices started going up. Uh, not a significant jump, but it is enough to be noticed. It just is. So Ted Budd is saying, hey, because of Biden's and that spending package, that inflation package that he pushed and put out there earlier this year, that's the cause of inflation in the fuel prices. Now, uh, he went on to say the examples of, of how detrimental it is for uh, the American public is uh, it's making the small businesses and small farmers suffer. They have to pay more to, to maintain their business. They have to pay more to get their goods out the market. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's a fact. And that's all the way across the board for everybody. Just is. Now, Beasley's response, uh, the Democratic hopeful uh, Sherry Beasley's response, she blamed a big corporation for raising prices on their own to obtain record profits. Remember, I bought you, uh, there was a, some, a, a, a representative some time ago that released a tweet and she pretty much echoed that saying the same thing. Uh, I really can't. It, it, it appears to be factual, just does. I mean, if you think about it, uh, coming out of a pandemic, when things were starting to finally get back to some semblance of normalcy, normalcy we were crawling before we walked, and then prices skyrocketed. I certainly understand her argument on that front. Uh, I agree. Common sense. Look at what's going on. And I also can kind of agree with uh, Ted Budd. Uh, that infrastructure package that was supposed to curve inflation and and build back up the country, uh, it did kind of stifle financial growth because inflation came up. People were spending money that they really and truthfully didn't have. Now, moving along, uh, the, the great abortion debate. Hey, like I said, you, we knew that was a that, that's a hot buck, uh, hot topic button across the across the board. That's uh, the midterms coming up. That's a, that's on everyone's mind, along with this economy. Now, Beasley called out uh, represent uh, uh, Bud's support for a complete ban on abortion. Uh, 
she said he, he was against abortion, even if it was for rape or incest. And she said, hey, it shouldn't be a political decision. Politics doesn't need to be involved when it comes down to a, a woman's personal right and decision. Now, he, uh, Bud uh, came back. He fired back and said Beasley supports abortion up until birth. Man, and they went back and forth. They, were, they weren't holding any punches. I can tell you that they, those campaign ads echoed uh, and mirrored uh, what they really have been talking about. So when they got, they took to the debate stage, that was the two hot topics, abortion and the economy. And then it even went as far as, of course, you know, what was next? The January 6th riots. Uh, we all know that was coming. <laughs> now, uh, Beasley said of, uh, of Ted Budd, uh, he refused to acknowledge the riots and he voted against certifying the 2020 election results. He just simply said, she said, he says, simply says January 6th was just an act of patriots standing up for themselves. Now, Bud fired back. He said, hey, I, I, I've always denounced violence across the board, unlike my uh, my opponent, who uh, she didn't. She didn't denounce the civil unrest. You know, back when Black Lives Matter protests were going on throughout the country, a lot of these representatives and, and, and politicians on the Democratic side, they've sided and, and showed empathy for Black Lives Matters protesters, even though they were tearing communities and cities apart, costing uh, millions and millions of dollars in damage. So, yeah, she was she was one of those. And there were quite a few others, uh, mayors of city, city councilmen and women that were marching with the Black Lives Matter protesters during the day. Of course, they didn't march with them at night when they started rioting. Somehow or another, they mysteriously disappeared. Ooh. <laughs> oh, man. So, yeah, this Senate race here in North Carolina, it is, um, man. It's, it's ramping up ahead. We're, we're less than a month away before we go to the polls. As for me, uh, I'm still kind of on the fence. And, and this is just this is just me. And this is what I do every election. I don't uh, I like to weigh the options. I like to to research and formulate my own opinion on a candidate versus allowing the media or that candidate and this its political uh, push and pull to uh, influence. And then I, I, when I really truthfully sit down and look and think about it, I'm saying to myself, nah, they, they, they ain't the one. So I, I, I don't know how you guys do it, but I, I like to, uh, like I said, research myself. I'm an independent uh, thinker. So I, I, hey, you can't sway me either way. And as for right now, uh, it could go either way for uh, Beasley or Bud. And I think that's the way uh, uh, politics should work or how we give our vote. I I, I know many people, and, it, and it's true. It, it is true. Uh, for us as Black Americans, a lot of times they say we only vote one way, the straight Democratic ticket. What did they, the term they use was monolithic or something like that. Yeah, that, that, that a large, large majority of us, that's how we do. We just go in straight. Any, anybody's name with a Democrat by, by it, we'll check the boxes, we'll fill in the circle, or oval, or however you, you do it where you are. Well, uh, that's true. That's true. I've done it myself. But at some point in time, there was a, 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 a 
a light bulb went off in my head because I started noticing when I would go in there and vote that straight Democratic ticket and, and through the years or whatever, that, the, that Democrats term, I started realizing and I had to acknowledge uh, these guys aren't doing squat. They're doing pretty much what they want to when they were sent there for a specific reason. And that's happened with Republicans also. I think the American people really and truthfully need to uh, start voting with their mind, not with their heart. Uh, many of us give, a, give our hearts to a certain political party, and no matter what they do, we'll stand behind them. That, that's, to me, in my opinion, that's a wasted vote. You haven't done your research only because they have a Democrat or Republican behind their name and or in front of their name. And you say, yeah, they're it. They're Republican. So they're going to do what's right. Or they're Democrats. So they're going to do what's right. Uh, no, because, like I said, over the years throughout time, I can I can honestly tell you, I sat back and watched for those that I voted for that ran on one political platform. And then when it came uh, the big push, they went on, on the opposite side. They did a complete opposite of what they were campaigning for. Just did. Uh, that's just my little spiel on being a, a, not just a registered voter, but an informed registered voter. Make up your own decision. Don't let the party affiliation dictate who you who and, and what to vote for. But here in North Carolina, uh, man, uh, three-time representative, three-term representative Bud, and uh, former Supreme Court Justice Sherry Beasley, this is a good race. This just is. Now, if Beasley wins, she will be uh, the first Black American female to hold a, a major Senate seat here in North Carolina. Just will. She just will. And if Bud can hold on, hey, um, and if these other states that that are 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 tipping the scales, because like I said, with uh, Nevada, Arizona, and Georgia, uh, and down North Carolina, it can go either way as far as who has control over the Senate and the votes that are needed by uh, the, the president to get things done and accomplished. So Democrats are out in full force. Republicans are out in full force. Everyone is out trying to rally the votes and get people to, to vote for them. We'll see what happens. We will see what ha what happens. As I said, with me, it can get, go either way. I'm just going to sit back and, hey, do my own research and formulate my own opinion. I just am. I am not beholden to any one political party. I'm just not. Uh, you can say what you are and what you stand on all you want to. I need to see some action, buddy. And, and, and I got to say, I got to say. And I'm sure there's many of you out there that are thinking or have thought the same thing I've thought when we get these, whatever political party they're in, but we can get these, uh, these, these elected officials in there. They many times, they don't do what they said they were going to do. So we need to be cautious and aware and, and know who we're putting in there um, and hold them accountable once they get in there. And a lot of times when they get in there and they do what they want to, all we'll say, we'll say as citizens are, oh, this is politics. They always do this to us. Maybe it's time we stop them from doing this to us. Hold them accountable. 
keep that uh their senate office or representative office number on speed dial and every time they do something that they say they weren't going to do and they do the opposite or they were going to do and they do the opposite call them up and let them know blast them put them on blast now you don't have to go do like as far as the january 6 riots <laughs> uh, don't do that but hey put them on blast let everyone know they're up there bull jiving because you guys are being sent to D.C., whether Democrat or Republican, whether white or black, whether male or female, you're being sent to D.C. to do something for the people. And a lot of times, even now, we're looking and we know they just aren't. So, yeah, this this could go either way for me. I'm just going to sit back, do my research, and then I'll make my vote next month. Let my voice be heard. Certainly is very interesting. It's interesting times we are living in. Scary also because, you know, like I told you guys about that, uh, the many uh, North Carolinians are, are saying that quite possibly could be a civil war or civil unrest as a results of these uh, elections. Hmm. We'll see what happens. We will see what happens. Well, I'm going to go on and get out of here. I got to get into work today. Of course. Of course. Beautiful day here in North Carolina. Sun's out, birds are chirping, you're breathing. Take advantage. Take advantage before that rain comes. Well, that's all for me today, and I want to thank you all for lending me your ears this morning. Continue to like, support, share, offer feedback. Anchor has a great feature where you can leave a voice response, and I would love to hear your voice. So offer feedback. You can also make monetary contributions. Continue to follow and listen on Anchor, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Breaker, Overcast, Pocket Cast, Radio Public, Verbal, and WordPress. And as always, wherever you are listening, hit that like and subscribe button so you can get notified when I drop these podcasts. Keep you in the loop. And as always, thank you for listening. This is Stephen Carnegie for This Is Just a Thought. Amen.